Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and with me always, Dilru Jaisinger. Hello, Benjamin. Uh, we This was actually uh, our second start because I love that. Though I wish the <laughs> listeners had that moment where you, you, you said started kicking it off and then went, oh, fuck, my, my mic's not plugged in. Um, but No mic excited. in front of me. I was just like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a, an incredible guest, a very, very good friend of ours. Um, he is the co-creator of the Kinney Show, as well as uh, one of the founders of Laughscape app, which mm. we can't wait to talk about. Please welcome into Fitbed Pod, Max Pride. Hey. Best on Should I put that in the credits? Uh, what is best on ground for those of us who are initiated? Fox Footy's most expensive new show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a show that Max and I both work on, and uh, and every Saturday we have the joys of uh, uh, sitting on the sidelines and watching the show come together. Uh, Max is a producer on it. I do warm up, and I'm not going to lie. Uh, Saturdays at about ten o'clock is one of my favourite times because I think I have not ha- laughed harder in the last couple of months than just sitting next to this great man. No, and then um, and then I think the bit that makes the night so much fun is we sit within like six feet of the panel and anything that anyone says, we just try and make each other laugh and just say a comment. <laughs> Stuff that we're probably both thinking and then yeah, just yeah, kind of, yeah. all we have to do is just acknowledge what we're both thinking and that, that just sets us off. That's it, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that validation that you're getting of hearing a crowd laugh at something you've created, um, is that, you know, obviously you work with Troy Keeney a fair bit and he's a stand-up. Um, have you now felt a pinch of like, oh, that's a nice addictive feeling where something funny I've come up with is getting an immediate reaction and I want to have a crack at stand-up? Uh, yes, is the answer. Like, I think, oh. and and I, uh, you were stuck in Sydney couldn't find one of the 40 flights back uh, for, 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 for one warm, one uh, one Saturday night. And uh, there was a couple other people who had gigs and everything fell through. And I ended up uh, just doing Ben's job for one night. And uh, it was fun. It was, it, it was enjoyable. Uh, it was a single yeah. swing moment. And it sounds like you fucking swam. Oh, he swam. He swam, he swam hard. Like, because you've yeah. done, You've done live performance before, though, haven't you, Maxie? Like back yeah. in the day. So when we did the Kitty Show on Channel Seven a long time ago, um, we, me, Tommy Seagat, and Kinney did a tour, uh, and I made so many mistakes. And, and I'm sure you guys would know uh, the merch. We, I tried to sell some merch, some Kinney merch, <laughs> and the veterans, being Tom Seagat and Kinney, they've done it before. So they went and got like um, stubby holders that fold up and could buy. 5,000 of them and yeah. pack them all in a suitcase, a carry on suitcase. I think uh, Tommy Seagat had his DVD, uh, sorry, had his uh, special on a USB stick, 1,000 of those in the carry on bag. Yeah. I yeah. Tried what did, what did do... you get? A paddleboard? <laughs> <laughs> kayaks. Kenny kayaks. <laughs> Branded kayaks. <laughs> <laughs> I did t shirts and uh, I didn't realize how, like, trying to shift around 50 or 60 t-shirts and i sold two in like 15 oh. shows <laughs> oh my god and it's also like different sizes and stuff yeah and like sizes and the design that no one liked the design 
Oh, which is, yeah, wow, wow. So how many years ago? That was like what, eight, nine years ago, though. Yeah, it would be maybe six or seven years ago. But um, but yeah, I emceed that show, uh, that tour. Yeah, and that was that was good. And I also was on the merch stand as well. So I'm just watching it. Every, like money just come in for Kinney and Seagirt. And I'm going, shirts? And you should have seen the, the little price thing we had. Like every next show, I took another five bucks off them. <laughs> <laughs> like the stock market. Yeah, yeah. And when demand other, goes down. Every other price was printed on a bit of paper and mine just had like a crossed out with just handwriting, 30, 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. So... Um, so hey, so now we're recording. You're you're at your place right now. So we're yes. recording at your place now, and uh, and your family's out. So what's your situation? How big's your family? What have you got in this apartment of yours? Uh, <laughs> an apartment in the city. Uh, they live in my mom and dad live in Hong Kong. I grew up yeah. there, and yeah. then uh, so they've flown back for I think uh, six weeks or or six months. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does <laughs> in after a certain point. <laughs> yes, so it feels like we're three months in, <laughs> but uh, and then I've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old and my partner, uh, and yeah, it's the the walls are closing in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go. Let's go step by step. Let's go step by step. So you you had the the first bub uh, just before the pandemic, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sir. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. It was just yeah. before the pandemic. We uh we had the first one and then got bored during the second one. Uh, yeah. and decide. Well, I think we decided the first one we didn't decide. That was just a total mistake. Yeah. And then yeah. we thought, uh, well, we're gonna have to. May as well put them pretty close together in age. Get it right. out of the way. It was almost a get it out of the way situation. Yeah, <laughs> right. Which is a that's that's good... a, that's a that's the sort of shit you want to say at a twenty first speech, isn't it? So sweetheart, yeah, you know, mum and I weren't sure whether we needed. To, but well, we'll just get you out of the way. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, what's the di- what's the different age between you and your brother, Dill? What's the age five. difference? That, five. Yeah, because I've got four with my sister, and and I I think I always made a conscious effort that I wanted my kids to be closer in age, thinking that they might hang out a bit more or they might be close. I know that it makes much difference, but then now if I think about it, it's like, I can't imagine waiting five years or once your kids all out of nappies and at school, you're like, you know what? Let's start doing this again. No way. No, I, we, for us, it was a rip bandaid off situation. It's like, we're in the trenches at the moment with nappy changing yep. and toilet. It's like, you're right five, to make that gap five years and then go back to no sleeping again. It's like, no way, get no way. it done now. Uh, get it out the way and you know once toilet trained and i remember you telling me benny what like the toilet training once once they're out of nappies and can do everything themselves how heavenly it is i'm looking it at is, the it change is i know this is an audio po- podcast but i'm looking at yeah. the change mat and i can't wait to t- throw this off my 10th floor apartment because <laughs> I, I i remember getting rid of mine and it's it's one of those like milestone moments where you go each one and if you've got like friends like i've got friends who are older who are older kids so then they've got their next milestone kind of thing yeah and, yeah uh, the one i'm about to do it is i'm about to change from uh and like the, the kid baby like the kid seat in the car the baby seat to a booster seat which means they can put on their own seatbelt. so my daughter's got one and the last one left is my son and the idea that i can go hey guys jump in the car oh. and then i get to jump in the car and drive off like I, I don't believe it's going to happen until 
it actually happens that they yeah. actually click in. So I have broken my back for 10 years <laughs> putting on those fucking seatbelts. But you've only had a kid for six, haven't you? <laughs> no, because you've got to remember there's the transphobic because that's the, the pro, that's the pro, that's the pro really of having kids close age. Because then the thing about it is like, you from the day they're born, you have to you know do the two straps like a, like a cat like a racing car driver. Oh no, so I meant I meant because your daughter isn't ten years old. So whose kids were you strapping in in the car before? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, nine, <laughs> nine years, nine years. But it feels like to be honest, feels like twenty years. Okay. <laughs> and we're other- we're we're three men, so we're very qualified to ask answer these questions. But like, is there a thing as well that you know if you're having a for a woman having a baby close to the previous delivery, things are a little bit more, you know, flexed and warmed up and, uh, you know, a little wow. bit, little bit more, wow. like, you know, like before you go, you know, after a run, s- you're, you're, you know, you're much limber. So before things kind of like contract. Well, this well, is what I, I, I'm just going to say no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just to go back on your, the other, the one other thing, oh, there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to, but being able to leave the house within, 15 minutes of deciding to leave the house is going to be and it doesn't it takes still takes a long time to leave the house with it depends i reckon there's phases you'll be like oh i don't need to take four bags but now it takes my daughter 16 minutes to put on one shoe (laughs) (laughs) how have how has uh being a young dad uh changed your um say self-care like what were you doing in terms of looking after yourself in terms of, um, you know, fitness and nutrition and stuff like that and how have, and sleep. Uh, and then how have things changed now that you, you know, you've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. It couldn't be worse. <laughs> right. So what was it before? Paint us a picture. What was it before? And what's. I used to know what the inside of a gym looked like. Yeah. Uh, right. Before kids at uh, the, I think uh, sleep, the sleep thing's the worst. That's the, we've recently just put them both in the same room together. So if one wakes up at four or five, the other one, it sets the other one off and, and then they're just, they're conscious until they go to bed that night. Um, well, the one-year-old has a nap, but the four-year-old now, or three, turning four next week, she, uh, she's just conscious all day, which is, uh, which is, a, which is rough. But um, before that, before kids, yeah, I was going to the gym maybe two or three times a week, um, going for runs. During lockdown, I, uh, with one kid, I, I managed to run 23 Ks or something one day. Oh, wow. Geez, Wait, were you running away from the house? <laughs> and, and then, yeah, I got 23 Ks and thought, oh, I better stick with this family. <laughs> <laughs> got an Uber back. Yeah, yeah. You got, oh, you got, to, you got to queue and went, oh, well, I can't afford out here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But that, with the two, with the two kids, yeah, it's just, the time timing has been awful. We, you know, I'm a. I know you're a sauna enthusiast, Ben. Um, and there's a sauna in this apartment complex. We got like on the fifth level. There's a there's a sauna, and my form of uh, exercise is uh, the sauna because I sweat. So I just think I just connect that to exercise. So Brilliant. Brilliant. I do so that. Access maybe. to a sauna. Yeah, we got access to a sauna. Love it. Love it in there. How long are you in there for? So I do the whole, there's like a shower next to it. So I do the, you know, 10, 15 minute uh, and then just jump in the cold shower and try and do that maybe three times. Uh, so yeah, that's like about it, an hour you set aside for that session? Yep. Yeah, I do that. Yep. And then I put my phone on the on the ground in the cold tiles in the corner and just put on yep. podcasts 
Um, you're potting during the day because uh, I used to do a bit of you know sauna stuff as well, but I I just choose music because it was hard to kind of concentrate on pot pods while I was in the sauna. Well, um, I almost really I almost use it to kind of uh, take away from the pa- not pain, but like you know when you're in there just heating right. up. I, right, yeah, right, right, I like right. to channel that thinking into the podcast, you know, into whatever I'm listening to. Um, well, I suppose for me, Ben, too, I saw your surprise there, but I guess I use the steam room as opposed to the sauna. And the steam room's yeah. a lot like foggier and and on um, less kind of zen. You know, there's yeah. a lot of tr- noises. Steam you know? rooms are amazing. Because like, I've seen your one, like you showed it to me, and it's like, it's sick. Like it's like steam rooms is like, yeah, you can get a sauna, but then, like the idea of even having a steam room is like you—that's a whole new level because the mm. the workings and the plumbing of a steam room is like crazy. And also, I think if I ever got or was lucky enough to even have a steam room, I would just continually want to recreate that scene in the Blues Brothers. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, where they're just sitting there in a towel, and then the rest of the band's there suddenly. Like, <laughs> like I would love. Recap. It's steam, and also you can't take your phone in the steam room. Though. That's what so, I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. part of why I I always just stuck to music because I can faintly hear it. And so, yeah, yeah. so that one hour is uh, is dad time, no interruptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's and, a, and I think I think Leah knows uh, if I'm gone more than an hour, come down and check because I've I've passed out in there. <laughs> oh shit! Has that happened? No, no, no. I'm, oh. but, but I. But I, she knows that if I'm there for longer than like an hour and a half, she'll come down and check. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but then, so this is a communal one for the whole building. Is that right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So have no. you ever had to share it with other people in the building? I have not. But I think if I went in there and someone was in there, I'd just do a U-turn. There's no way I would sit in. I, I don't want to make that connection. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have to yeah. fuck them. <laughs> well, that's the problem. It's either fuck them or don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or don't meet them. It's part, of, it's part of the body corporate. Yeah. <laughs> it's the body incorporate. It's the bo- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yes. The, uh, but how, how often do you do that? Just like maybe once a week, twice a week? Once a week, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe even if that once a, once a fortnight. Um, also enjoy it if I, I know that you guys are off the drink, but if I have a, if I have a night out the next day, oh, I sometimes no. just go. I feel like I can, it can reset you a little bit, sweat out those demons. Drink a shitload of water, and uh, you almost. I've got, a, I've got a mate who swears by that as well, and he combines that with. Um, so what he does is before the sauna, he goes and gets a foe, like a really hot, spicy foe, eats that, then goes into the sauna, and that's oh, his wow. magical cure to get over his hangover. So, that's, like, that sounds torturous. <laughs> yeah, I know it's pretty intense. You really you, there's a lot of heat both internally and externally yeah. in your body. And what's the benefit? <laughs> Well, so the foe, it's just because it's spicy and sort of clears your sinuses. And also, it's a lot of fluid. It's a big bowl of fluid, really. Yeah. Um, you know, and then and then just going into the sauna and then sweating it out. So it's pretty much hydrating and sweating. You're just doing it in a more extravagant way. Yeah. I mean, a foe's only 10 bucks on Victoria Street in Richmond, so it's not, I mean, it's not too bad. Yeah. So... But yeah, no. I but there's 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 a study there's a uh, there's a study came out recently that the optimal time of being in a, a sauna per week is uh, is 54 minutes. They reckon 54, 54 exactly. What over, kind of over, time? So they talk about how you could do it in like you know three blocks of you know like you know tr- trying to space out over a week, and so that high intensity and that's like intense heat where you're just like you're really trying to you know make it to that you know 12 minute mark and have a cold shower. And then, or you do it like, you know, in two lots of two, but 
Yeah, they're saying that that's the magical number at the moment. But yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? My like skepticism goes up. Why like why fifty four? Why not yeah. fucking fifty two? A certain amount of yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Like, like I was like, what's just the say an hour can. <laughs> yeah. But then they're saying that the benefits that supposedly in the study that after an hour it doesn't have the same. It, it's the same amount of benefits as it would be at fifty four. Do you know what oh, I mean? Okay. Like that's the peak benefits that if you want to get it, then afterwards you know it's not that much more unless. You know, you're not getting as much. But that's, so that's 54 be... minutes across a week, you said, yeah? Across a week. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know. Like, again, I'm sure, obviously, they must Unless have their reason. Unless you had your own sauna and you're timing it out and putting in a, in a spreadsheet. Yeah. Well, Dil, yeah, the thing mathematically, is, mathematically, that's said... 7.7 minutes per day. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Which you would never do <laughs> no. because there would be too much electricity. So but you'd it... want to group them together. To your point, Dil, if they had just said uh, optimal time is an hour, you just, they, they, everyone would just go, well, you didn't do a study. You just fucking plucked a number and now that's yeah. 54 <laughs> minutes to sound legit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> good point, good point, good point. Um, okay, so you went to the gym. You've, now you've got the sauna. Is there any other physical activity you do as a dad right now? Uh, but I'm, my, I'm literally having a foot cramp right now. And that's how, <laughs> that's how good I'm going. Oh, uh, um <laughs> This is a real, real dad stage now. Just foot cramps. Um, I walked to Fox Footy. <laughs> which you walked, is, okay. Yeah. Hey, look, it's you know you're walking like it's still it's still something. And also, I mean, you are in the midst of it. Like you are very time poor. If you're walking, and then we're going to talk about your app, and then you've got a family. You know, you're time poor. The fact you get that sauna in and you're walking, you know, accidental exercise. I mean, that's me. I ride to Foxwood. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like that's where I, I get my exercise. So yeah, I, I get it. I'll walk and then, you know what's a, a real thirst trap at the moment? Uh, is those Or lazy trap, I should say, are those uh, e-scooters, those little ones in around the <laughs> oh. city. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> you, you might often see me on one of those. So I'll aim to walk to Foxwoody and then yeah. one of those, will, I'll walk past one, I'll just go, yeah, why not? And I'll, I'll they're just so much fun. They're so good. They're, they're so, so much, good. They are good. They're a bit tricky in the city itself, but once you're kind of a little bit out of it, it's fun. Um, yeah. And and uh, I I find a way to like not get into it is to delete the app. You know what I mean? So that uh, way yeah. you just know yeah. that actually having to download it and then re-register is a bit of a pain. So you end That's up just good. walking. Um, but speaking of as well, Maxi, you and I love sharing little. I guess, for lack of a better word, life hacks or productivity hacks and things like that. Um, what have you found, you know, especially in this, you know, since your life has changed so much with the kids and stuff, what has been the most effective kind of like, you know, uh, like hack in that sense, you know, that in terms of you, because you, you, you get a lot yeah. of shit done in spite of how, like, as Ben said, you're time poor, but you're still there, like multi doing multiple different things between being a creative and a producer and, you know, all kinds of things. How, yeah. what have you found most effective in terms of life hacking? Um, childcare. What a great point. It is, it's, in the, it's in the news again. It, I just got to pause, good. just slight pause. You know, the Zoom automatically just sometimes makes suggestions and goes, <laughs> and just then with my laugh, it said, Playing music right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, that's sorry, so childcare—that's a life hack. Childcare, child but it, the, from productivity. I mean, it does help, doesn't it? Mike? It it does. And the the one that I I took a while for me to discover this as a from a creative and how my body works and how my brain works. 
that uh, I, if I don't get things done before almost midday, the afternoon is is shot. Like creatively, I, I know that I'm best uh, as soon as I wake up. So I try and I don't like I don't have my phone. I don't have anything in the bedroom, and then I try and wake up. Uh, and then when I'm writing stuff, you know, for, for the Kinney show and sketches and things like that, I would often um, just get out, get out of bed, put some shoes on, drink two big bottles of water before I left the house, walk about 40 minutes to a cafe. And I feel like that got my blood, got the blood going. I was hydrated. My brain was kind of switching on. I'd use that walk to kind of gather my thoughts on, on what, you know, what, the, how the sketch was going to unfold and how start, middle and end. And then by the time I sat down at a cafe, I could, I could do some really, really good work for like, an, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. Um, and then, you know, kind of do a little bit more like you know the, the problem is when you go to a cafe and you just get like a cappuccino and you sit there for an hour and a half you start getting that time pressure or, or that weight you know waiter pressure that's like just another coffee and you're like nah and they're like you've been fucking sitting here for a long time you're yeah yeah, like, yeah you're using you're stuff. taking up valuable real estate here mate just <laughs> yeah. uh this is worth more than a cappuccino <laughs> yeah exactly right you should be paying rent if you're sitting here this long <laughs> so yeah, but, but I, I would, I would never like if there was no more tables left. I'd do, try and go to a quiet cafe where it didn't matter. But yeah. it, um, which, which quiet cafe means likely they have shit coffee. So you're really <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it right yet. Um, or someone who's just up against the wall, who's just in debt, and he's just like, <laughs> oh great, just the great one person. This will make all the difference, won't it? Yeah, and, like, and, then, and then you can start a conversation. Four dollars twenty, <laughs> just a four dollar twenty coffee, and uh, yeah. that's the only thing that's they've brought in in the last four hours yeah, um, yeah that'll cover the rent won't it <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah so then i'll, I'll and then i kind of get to about midday and then uh, i try to use the afternoon for more yeah admin stuff like for the app i do all the artwork for it so i find that more enjoyable in the afternoon where it's not yeah as like not so tiresome on the brain you can just put on some music and just kind of go go at it um so yeah that's that's my it's That's my big hack for, for creative. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because of the um, I heard John Cleese talk about in terms of creativity that almost like working on a you know creative problem just before bed or you know towards the end of the night, um, when you go to sleep, your subconscious actually starts working on that problem. And a lot of creativity yeah. happen doesn't happen in the conscious mind, it happens in the subconscious mind. So you usually then tend to wake up with you know almost posing a question to your brain, going, Hey. I'd like you to try and figure this out for me. Thank you. Good night. And then just yeah. forgetting about it, subconscious starts working on it and you wake up and you go, oh, fuck, that's it, you know? And people yeah. have a similar thing. I've talked about having a similar thing where they'd work on a problem at the desk. And then after about, you know, hour or whatever, they go for a walk. And in that process of walking, there's something to do with your your rapid eye, your eye movement from left to right and stuff. And they've actually tested this on a treadmill versus walking in, in nature or walking in public. And yeah, there's a difference because when on treadmill, you're just narrowly focused. But when you're walking out and about, the way the eyes move from left to right, it causes the brain to be in a more alert mode and then actually yeah, starts right. solving more problems. It's it's bizarre to think that there's a link between your eye movements and and creativity, right? Absolutely. And the the take a break thing too, where you sit there and go, I've got to work all day, I've got so much to do. And it's it's more effective if you take breaks. Yeah. Um, and do yeah. stuff like that. So um yeah that's i mean I, I probably still should be doing taking more breaks but it's uh 
the, just the, take a break for the whole day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in the interest what of a taking, full day break, in the interest of taking breaks, how are you generally at holidays? Like actually having a holiday, and when you're on holiday, do you completely switch off, or do you still need? Do you that? know what that is? Yeah, no, I, I struggle a little bit. I think I I enjoy what I do, so I don't. You know, it's it's not it's not necessarily. Uh, I'm not taking a break. I don't feel the need too much to take a, a break when you're just writing fun stuff. And yeah, um, I think with the, the app, I needed to take a break because I got myself into a world which I didn't know, which is app development and, a, you know, like kind of business, uh, a business that I, uh, I struggled to learn for a long time and I'm still learning it and that can be tiresome. So sometimes taking a break from, from that's good, but I, you know, from a creative point of view it never stops like you know when even for the stand-up with you guys it's like surely something just pops in the brain and you go that's got to go in the notes and then yeah. you yeah. and then you keep thinking about it and that's that's quote unquote work but um even if you're on holiday you're still kind of just well, aware the, the, i think the lines for us uh <laughs> tend to blur between play and work right like the the the, mm. the, the work itself which is, is so, great. which is so it's a it's a definitely awesome. the dream for me it's genuinely the definition of the dream where the thing that brings me so much joy and playfulness and silliness and all of that is the very thing that's paying the bills right i love it however it is also a cautionary tale because you love it so much you might not prioritize time off it for me it's the equivalent of like video games which you know if you love video games you can fucking play for hours but at some point you're gonna fucking burn out no matter how much fun you're getting from it you just physically need your sleep and need your you know you need a respite so i think if you're if we're not careful we run the pitfall of not realizing that that time off doesn't it's not just during the day it's actually we need a couple of days to kind of like not think about work and just be human again you know and and that time i totally agree to it. and then the, and the tricky thing sometimes especially with max's kids so young is time off uh with the family is not really respite so time right. off is it's a different thing so when you do go on holidays with a three-year-old and a one-year-old um sometimes you're when you come back, you're a bit more tired than if you were working. <laughs> yeah, again, uh, time off can sometimes include childcare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is, but, and there's, but that's the thing. Some people, like, I remember, like, when my kids were in childcare, it's like school holidays would kick in, or if one kid, you're like, no, I'm going to keep childcare going because then I might, in those two week period, I'll have one day to myself, or my partner will get one day to herself. Mm. And then that one day in, in, in a holiday, especially now we've got, you know, school terms and stuff. Yeah, you might not get that again till the next term. So you just kind of yep. got to weigh it up because then you're just like, because when you spend time with family, like I'm trying to organize a holiday at the moment for the September school holidays. And it's like, you know, but I'm also trying to work out how I can get a break and then my partner can get a break yeah. and, and, and also try and not think about work, which is the, is the hardest bit. Like I, lock, I blocked in this time in September in February <laughs> yeah. and just refuse to book anything in that time. And now the pressure of making that into a really good holiday, like my daughter, my daughter's like, where are we going? And I still haven't worked it out. And she's like, she goes, I won't like it if we don't catch a plane. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wow. come on. Well, like, wow. I've got a story that almost encapsulates this trying to take a break and, you know, not being able to with the kids and all that. So, we just did a date night during the week. I think it was yeah. Monday night. Um, it was dinner and then go to Gold Class and watch the Elvis film. Uh, and we had, uh, I know my parents were in town, but they were out doing something. So we had a babysitter. Uh, 
She, we've only One time met they're in town, you still had to get a babysitter. I still had to get a babysitter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had, and it was this New Zealand girl, 22-year-old. She's only done it a couple of, she's only met the girls two or three times, pretty new into it. Leah forgot to charge her phone in the afternoon. So, so last second before we left the house, it was, hey, I'll get your number. Uh, I'll be the point of contact. Ring me. I have your number. You got my number. Cool. And then the three-year-old, well, almost four-year-old, having some separation anxiety. So we live on the – so when we went to leave, she was hugging our leg going, no, no, don't go, don't go. And uh, we were out in the foyer where the lift is. You're and- ironically doing a leg shake like Elvis. As you- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good. <laughs> and, I, uh, yeah, so the lift door's there. She's standing out. And then we get in the lift and we watch the door – we watch the lift door close. As she's out in the foyer and then the nanny's had to go and get her and bring her back in. Anyway, so we have dinner, all good. Get to the movies. I sit down and I just text her at about 8 o'clock saying, hey, the girls go down, all good. Uh, waiting for a reply, put the phone down, five minutes into Elvis, look back at it, and I had not, I didn't have a reply. And I'm like, 22-year-old not with a phone not glued to her hand, I'm just, yeah, I'm just kind of sitting there going, this is a bit strange. And, you know, it should be pretty much on the phone to – yeah, you know, we don't Especially know. Well first enough. time, you know, no, no, yeah, no. yeah. So I, I sit there, I put it back down, and then everything starts going through my head of what could have gone wrong, mm. and I quickly get to the conclusion that uh, when the door, when the lift doors close, she's gone out to get her, and the front door has locked, closed, and locked, and the kids are out in the foyer, and there's nowhere, and her phone's in the house, and there's no way of her getting on to us. And I just try and think of any other reason but that. And I just, because uh, I, I leave the movies and I call her five times and, and she doesn't answer once. And I, you know, I have that moment where any mum, you, when you're about to break news like that, you almost take a breath yourself going, here we go. I'm going to have to brace myself for how Leah's going to react here. I come back down, I crouch down next to her. I go, I've got a horrible feeling that the, everyone's locked out of the house right now. And she fucking like a cat, a cat seeing a cucumber. I don't know if you've seen those videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Pops out of it, and we we're in the car uh, from chap from Jam Factory back to the city. And uh, I might have been going ninety in a fifty zone. Uh, I ran a ran a red light, everything, and we cruise back in about 10, 15 minutes. I just like Leah runs out of the car before I can park the car in the lift. Go up, I just, you know get in the lift go up the thing and walk in and she's just on a laptop uh and the kids are asleep and i was like and her phone was on charge just in the back on silent and that is just like does that not summarize trying to take a break and then still parent and then not being able to separate from parenting that is that is sums it up so beautifully sums it up exactly where you are and as, as a parent as well like like yeah that, yeah that is and trying to let go the one time you're just trying to let go trying to relax try the, the first five minutes of Elvis is great by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um and i've heard that is the only good five minutes <laughs> no fuck off the movie's amazing how dare you Ben? oh how- well, i've had so many friends if i've had two, two nights walk out of it absolutely really? yeah wow Oh, well, they're idiots. We, 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 countless does that stat as well. We ran out of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that is on the that is on the babysitter though. I think you guys as parents did everything correctly. I think that's on the babysitter. I don't know. I'm not a I parent, agree. obviously, but, but it's, from, it's from so, an outside. So, 
but it's but a baby like once you realize like a baby said like we've got a really good one and have had the same one around the corner for like nearly five years and it is she's just it, again we just like we don't have to worry we don't have to do that i have a dinner tonight and a mate was saying that they're getting a first babysitter 12 year old oh. 12 year old is gonna babysit them like he goes i'm running out of options and it's like yeah but their parents are across the road i'm like 12. <laughs> yeah. I still, no, the, yeah, look, look, I The conversation think... tonight's not going to be very good because it, their, their thought is going to be, there's a fucking 12 year old looking after us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh. <laughs> but don't you, of... don't you reckon, Ben, though, like in terms of the, the story that Max shared just then, that they're like, that's exactly what you would do as well as a parent. You expect your babysitter um, to fucking text back totally, or keep totally. the phone oh, near yeah. them or something, right? That's well, well, reasonable. That was um that was the funny thing when we went oh. when we got back in. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, Maxie. What was the gap between the first text and like she never replied? Like how long between your first text? Well, it was or calls. Well, it was so by the first text to when we got home yeah. was about tw- about half an hour or maybe forty minutes because mm-hmm. you know thankfully we live close. But you know if we were imagine if we had gone down to Morning Peninsula for a night away or you know just totally. something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's fair, right? Like to every a babysitter should check their phone every 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Especially minutes? if it's a new one. New one. New one. New one, it's like a new one, it's like it's like starting a new job. Like yeah. you just gotta you gotta keep in track, you gotta check in, you gotta see how things are going. Like and, if um, they've been there lots of times, like I trust them, it's been fine. But you don't have that relationship yet. Correct. Yeah. And uh and then you know, she did the um oh sorry, you know, um Go, go back out and we were like no you, you leave <laughs> you leave, leave the country go back to fucking wellington yeah. <laughs> oh that's so full on also it's just like that thing where it's like you know you try and have that one night to connect you know one night to and you end up talking about the kids for most of the time anyway but Correct. like yeah like but it's just that one time where you're just like oh i just want to chill out and and and, and, and feel like what it was before kids you know, yeah Especially a movie where you can just go into another story and just yeah. like, and and we just and we that that like imagine this if I had gone girls all asleep and she wrote all all they're asleep all good I would have had the best experience watching that movie yeah and it was just that five minute because imagine if I had have just gone uh, no reply and and then I just went they'll be fine watch a movie and then get back and they're just in tears and blood on the lobby because they've been locked out. And what I thought actually happened, yeah. happened. And I just sat there and ignored and just went, ah. Well, fine. it's one of those things where it's you're safer assuming the worst and being proven wrong than the other way around. Correct. Yeah. Right? Lately, and, it was like, I'm glad we did that because yeah. there was no way I would have been Totally, able to totally. And yeah. also, you, you also, I don't know if your mind went this far. It's like, say it has happened. And, and like, all I would think about is, well, this is what the three-year-old's going to remember. This is their first memory. Just being stuck out in a forehead, just going, "Wow, good work, yeah. mum and dad." Remember that time you <laughs> left us in a forehead? That's their first memory. That, that's where I. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like triggered by Jailhouse Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and every time they're in a foyer, they hear lift music. They're like, "Daddy, daddy, don't leave me." Yeah. Or every time Elvis does that leg thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, right. So then let's talk. Okay. So, talk, so should we talk? Laughs, you said sleep is a sleep is the thing that you're struggling with yeah. still. Uh, and so how does laughscape come into this? So to, for those people who don't yeah. know, you give us the story behind the app. So uh, we were shooting. So I'll give you the kind of the run up. Um, we were shooting the Kinney tonight show on 10 and it was like, we had a 14 day shoot or 15 day shoot or something. 
And day one, we were all hugging each other and having buffet lunches. And day 11 was like uh, the runner in like a hazmat suit handing pre-packaged lunches. Everyone had to sit in different corners. And it was when it was like, you know, the, I remember um, being setting up for a shot in a bedroom and there was about 15 people in this bedroom. And I, lo I, I loaded up um, news.com and it was like, a four by four uh, meter rule for people. And uh, the first time I'd ever seen this like rule on how many people should be in the same space. Nice. And I looked up from my, from my phone and just went, there's 15 people in a tiny <laughs> bedroom <laughs> sitting up for a shot. I was like, this isn't good. This isn't a good sign. So shut down the shoot. Uh, and then all, all of the work, everything in the pipeline just went. Um, and then, yeah, a little baby, another one on the way super stressed i couldn't have been more stressed ever and i sleep is where all those negative thoughts would like kind of come you know come to a head and just go uh yeah i just didn't want to think these like negative thoughts especially at night when you couldn't really do anything so sleep was an issue stress was an issue and i tried some um like international apps like the calms and things and and they would say stuff like put some energy in your shoulder and I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was so just, unrelatable. That means you, you inject yourself with Red Bull. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and I, yeah, I just didn't, uh, couldn't relate. And I would end up being more frustrated, frustrated by it. Just kind of did a joke one to Leah. Like I just made it up and she's like, there's something that's kind of funny. And then I recorded one and I sent it to a few mates. I put the music underneath. It's like a sleep story with a humorous spin on it just talking about nothing uh and i had mates started to get start saying i i really actually enjoy that that's before i know it, we were sitting there going do we uh do we buy our first place because we just saved enough for a deposit or do we roll the dice on on starting an app mm. we got in touch with some app developers um and then pulled the trigger on it because we couldn't stop thinking about it mm. and talking about it and um and then then it was the process of getting in contact with all, all my comedy mates and, and getting them to, it's a weird brief. It's like, can you come into our cupboard, uh, walk in wardrobe and speak just for half an hour and there's no rules. It's just whatever you want to say, uh, just be descriptive. And that's been so much fun. It's been awesome connecting more and more with like the likes of you, Benny, and Dill, I'm going to get you one day. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Um, and uh, but yeah, being able to just like uh, you know form these better connections with comedians, help people as well. This thing actually helps people. Um, we get messages from uh, people in hospital, and like we recently got a message from someone who like survived a domestic violence situation with a daughter, and they'd put on Laughscape at night just to kind of lay together and have a laugh, which is super wow. like well, that's things amazing. Things I never thought we'd ever, um, you know, have impacts like that on someone on, on the on a person's life. So, it's it that those kind of messages. Uh, it's like you know, I've never really had that ability to have instant feedback for the for a lot, you know, laughing and stand up. So when we spoke earlier about seeing sketches happen like that, the same kind of thing with Laughscape is you upload a session from you know a, com a comedian or you know I do a couple, I upload one. You don't really know. You just kind of sit there and go, okay, that's out there. Um, you can see the plays, how many people are listening to it, but there's nothing beyond that. Don't know if it's worked. Don't know if it's helped someone. Don't... So then when we get kind of messages on, um, you know, Instagram or, or Twitter or something like that, messages like this, 
um, it's, I'm like, it can't be, I, I, words can't describe how good it feels. Um, I can imagine. And also because you put so much effort into it and, yeah. and, and, and it is, and what I love about it as well is like, you know, Dylan and I are both big meditation buffs, but what I love it how it's always nice when you come across a new spin on what meditation can be, because it is different for everyone. And especially for some people who, you know, you know, think that they need to be zened out or they need to be able to, you know, think of nothing for 20 minutes. But this one, it's just like, because actually doing it, like actually doing one of these is one of the most therapeutic things I've ever done. Like I've, I actually changed after the first one where you said, hey, just talk. You've got an idea for a story. Just talk about it. Be descriptive. And I think I think the first time I did, I, like, I thought I did like 15 minutes. And I think by the end, it was something like ridiculous, like 40. Yeah, it was like, 40, like 45 minutes or something. And it was just, I got lost into this, into this. I didn't believe you when I came out. I'm like, ha ha, whatever, whatever. And, <laughs> and, and just doing it was amazing. And then I could think about all the people who just sit back and listen to it because you don't know where yeah. you go. And then it's that sort of that mindfulness of like, I'm actually on a story and I'm relaxed before you even know that you are. I don't think I've ever been as visual in, in, you know, like being able to see things ima like imaginary things as well as uh, when I do one, of, when I do one of those, cause I sit there, you kind of close your eyes and you get descriptive and you slow down. And I think this is another thing radio, like radio hosts and you comedians like yourself, you don't have time to slow down. There's no dead air. Uh, mm. you, you got an audience in front of you. You just got to keep it snappy and sharp. No one, I don't think that anyone's really had a brief where it's like, the slower you go, the better it is. And yeah. the, the ability to get ahead of your thoughts. Uh, and and then, yeah, again, just no pressure of being, being funny as well. It's just like, you know, you, you have funny in you, so it'll just come out when it needs to. But just being descriptive is enough. And I know Dan Connell actually, I mean, you're right, so many comedians come out going, that was so nice to do. I, I, I almost felt like it gave my brain a chance to just like relax and play rather than yeah. like, you know, stress or think of other things. And, and Dan Connell. funny, yeah. You're like, yeah, well, you organically come. Well, that's it. And Dan Connell, he, I was like, oh, you know, you got any thoughts of what you want to say? And he goes, I've got this retired 10 minutes bit that I used to do. And, I, you know, now I'm not doing it anymore. I'll just do it for here and I'll just extend it over half an hour. And he did it. And it was, obviously it was amazing, but he came out and he goes, I have never been in that bit as much as I have yeah. doing this bit thing. And I realized there are like four or five more jokes within this yeah. bit that I just discovered as I was describing it. Um, and he was like, I think I might bring it back because these four <laughs> extra jokes in this 10 minute bit, I, I think I've, I think I've got to say them. So it, it was, and Oliver Clark, he's also the same. He was like, I think I should, if I have a new bit, I should do it in this form. Yeah. to try yeah. and actually discover where other jokes are. And I, I totally the, get it. The example I always think is like, because you always, you always say, cause, and also I think credit to you, Max, because you also give really clear and you create a space that's really comfortable and you give really clear direction. And I think that's like for a comedian as well, it's like, well, what, you know, what is the brief? And I remember this one bit where I, like, you, you say, I oh, just let wherever the story goes, you just go with it. And I remember like, I think in one bit I was telling something, I found myself in a service station talking to the person in the service station and then creating a backstory for them. I've created the story and now I'm creating a backstory. And like, to the point where I was like, I thought it was real. Like I genuinely thought it was real. 
And I'm like, how did I get to this state? Like, is, are you tapping into another part of your mind? Like, I just remember. And to be honest, I've tried to recreate that, just talking slower, even, and I can't. I think it's the space, what? it's the environment. It's, it's. I was going to ask Ben. So, what's the? T- is there a takeaway lesson for anyone who's creative or anyone listening about? Like, obviously, it it kind of reminds me a little bit of what morning pages are, where you start with no agenda and you just kind of like getting stuff off your brain onto paper, and it feels like a, a, a audio version of that, but obviously with a little bit of more direction. But is there, so you've tried to recreate and try and do that creatively, Ben? Yeah, I, I have, or it's that things where you like, and I, and I sort of, it's funny because I didn't know that story about Connell at all. And it's kind of, I've kind of done that with like bits where you, you kind of, because you become more descriptive, but slowing it down, like really mm. slowing it down and, and really just getting lost in the story. And I think sometimes mm. that, you know, we are looking for the punch and, and we are entertaining, but when the pressure's not there, you can, like you can, you can find the funny or find things in the story that weren't there in, in, in the first place. Like, and pretty much comes back to like, if you, if you compare it, it's like when you do go for a walk and the pressure is off, some of the best ideas come. And I think that yeah. kind of is the same sort of thing where, and I think Morning Page is another one because you're sort of letting it out without the pressure of, of, of having to hit key milestones. And then from that sort of freeness creates this level of, uh, creativity that that you know you sometimes you can tap in sometimes you can't and I think that's the similar and that's why you know like you know another uh, one of my favorites on the list is you know it's not even creativity but Ben Russell uh, on on the talking about the most boring things but he will do oh, it yeah. in a manner that is just so engaging <laughs> it's hard yeah. to describe like him talking about bread making is one of my favorites yeah, yeah. It's just like, bored to sleep by noodles and he just you know, talks about noodles for half an hour. And it's it's insane and it's, it's so insane. good. Yeah, like it's, it's magical. Like, yeah, I'm, I just think, so I feel like you, I think you've really tapped into something. And like you said, it's kind of amazing that you actually ran with an idea because I am going to assume, and because I've known this, is that, it must be also the irony of creating an app that relaxes people. I assume it was quite stressful to actually develop. <laughs> and you know what? Not only is it the most stressful thing we've ever done in our lives, <laughs> it, it also doesn't help me fall asleep because I'm fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> the product works for everyone but you. But you. <laughs> you I'm back to square one. Yeah. <laughs> You, you actually need a competitor to steal the idea just so you can uh, see. But then I'd listen to that going, fuck, I should have done that. That's better than this. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Uh, that you know what? I, I just have to add, what I, I truly enjoy sitting with you, Lomas, uh, recording these. I reckon that's some of the... Because I um, there's times I'm in the room as well, just kind of, you know, listening to levels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and and then sometimes I you know close the door and I'm, I've got a bit of space. But there was one time I think you were doing the uh, trip to Thailand with your family yeah, or something, yeah. and uh, the bit you had some bad food and you shut yourself in the put in the in the pool, yeah. and I I couldn't I, I've never been closer to explore whatever like you could do to blow up like spontaneously. Yeah, yeah. Combust. combustion yeah. yeah yeah i i was holding my face has never been redder and i'm just curling over 
laughing so hard at that story <laughs> that's made up which is made up and i'm making it up while i'm talking about it but that's right. that's just the most bizarre thing like i wasn't expecting to shit in the pool but it <laughs> no. happened why it, it happened there. i don't know <laughs> like that it was never discussed we never, never discussed never it. discussed i've never been to asia with my family <laughs> That. Like I was gonna. I was about to say. I don't know the story of you in time. No, no. That so, okay. So at um, the time, it's it's a story. It's like you know when you react to something on stage. Except you're reacting to your own story. So you've created a situation, but because you're going slow enough, you can react to the situation that you've created. It's bizarre. I, like it's it's kind of like I sometimes feel like it's Inception because you're like the, the I felt embarrassed while telling us that story. It wasn't real. That hadn't happened. That's awesome. That shows how how much you were in the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, embarrassed I, by something that never happened. Yeah, and also because you, I've forgotten about that, and I know exactly which pool it was. It was the pool on top of that hotel in Singapore, like oh, that's, the that's, Marina Bay Sands. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the pool I was in. Like, that, like, and again, I haven't been in that pool. <laughs> But, but to, to wrap us up, though, I do love the idea of you and Leah working as a team on this completely oh, new area yeah. that you aren't familiar with. Uh, and I think that there might be to take us out a few a chat around, I guess, two things like a working as a team with your partner and how that, you know, what kind of um, uh, rules or, or guidelines you have for yourselves when you're trying to workshop things together. And cause, cause obviously yeah. it's a different dynamic when you're with Kinney versus, you know, the mother of your children. As much uh, sex though, same amount of sex. Same amount of sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Kinney did look a bit knocked up the other day, <laughs> but, but uh, the other side of it as well is now the principles behind having an idea, then it being met with fear of, can we actually do this? And then going, you know what, let's put this deposit that we had for, you know, a house into this unknown venture, that fear and talking yourself through that. Like, that's something that I think a lot of people will benefit from hearing, like how you work through those, that sort of thinking. So first part, I guess, is what have you and Leah found as the most effective way to work as, as business partners? Well, wow, super, I haven't, you know, I probably take it, take it for granted more than I, more than I should. Cause She's the best. And I, and I, and I absolutely adore her brain and her thinking. And, and it's such a good sounding because, you know, it's just like having your life partner and a business partner in the same, you know, in the same room, you know, the same house with you. Um, is there ever so a danger rare. of, is there ever a danger of not being able to switch? Like again, those lines getting blurred between a business chat versus personal chat, because let, I know, like I follow a few. It's, it's all business, baby. <laughs> um, no, it's that's that is also a good question. Well, I think it just it, it helps us um, with conversation. Uh, we've never don't we never don't have anything to talk about. It's like yeah, yeah. we we have we can definitely differentiate family chat to partner chat to to work chat. Um, it it can it obviously changes every two sentences, but it's yeah, yeah, totally. the, it's clear. It's pretty clear in the you know within the within the question within the kind of conversation yeah. what how it is it, about how, how have you 
how do you guys get through a tough spot where say you're at opposite ends of a of a of a decision especially around the business um what what's your process to try and find a, a solution at moments like that is it just um it's we're we're pretty aligned uh, the the i guess the the times you know we'll trust each other to pull the trigger on something like go if you think that's the way let's do it and then if it doesn't work we kind of go cool well at least you know it's more like we tried it you know it's that it's like you don't lose your learn kind of thing we, yeah we, well it's, like, it's the advantage of you know like most people who go to work you know have to either then have a brainstorming session or work things out but when you've got a continuum like soundboard which is both you know your personal life and your business life it kind of makes it fun and also you know like you can probably come to a clearer decision because you've had more time to work it out to, to a degree you actually, you actually also know where someone is at at all parts of the day mentally yeah. so if i had a, if, you know had a, someone has a rough day at work and comes home and wonders why they're you know get uh, in a bad mood or whatever that the, the partner one partner might not know why and it doesn't get discussed and it's like you're off on different pages where yeah. we we are literally cc'd on the same emails for good news and bad news yeah. where we can i can come back home or you know and just go how good was that or how shit was that and we, we know exactly where we're at at all times um which i think is again i it has, it's that has its pros and cons what's that that has its pros and cons i'm sure like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. definitely more but definitely more pros that we're when we know how we're feeling we, we, i feel like we're, it's part of our communication yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. right is yeah. is being a part of is you know being a part of our lives professionally and personally um so yeah that's that's uh that's been super good and i, I can't remember your other part of the question yeah the part of the question was about just generally in terms of making a big decision like oh uh, yes putting well, money into the app versus something like the house and things like that yeah, I'm. I love. I love that you guys did that as well because it, it's. I just love anyone pushing themselves out of the comfort zone, and 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 you know having a crack and rolling the dice and things like that. And and uh, so, what is kind of the process you guys went through to try and dissipate that fear? Was it you yeah. mentioned early on? You said something like we just couldn't stop thinking about it, so we had to go yeah. for it. Is that it's it's that re it's the regret later in life uh situation we we talk about it all the time that we don't want to sit there in our 60s 70s 80s and go um why didn't we do that you know what, what we it would just be such a um such a bad thing to do to ourselves if we didn't have a crack at um something that we couldn't stop thinking about and, and yeah. no no what ifs you know like let's just you know and it's 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 trying something like I just want to be always trying something. If it works, it works. It doesn't. I, I, again, it's not a fail. It's just like a, we, we tried it. We tried it yeah. and it was awesome. Yeah. And for the, the house, the, you know, the house thing in particular um, never made sense to me. Just, um, I, I know like, you know, I'm in a lucky situation in, in this apartment, but I, I don't, um, I always kind of just see the norms, you know, the married, getting married and, the buying a house and, and I just felt like it was never I didn't like I didn't like it I didn't like the yeah. what we were meant to do that and then you meant to do that and you meant to do that so we we don't look we're engaged but I don't think we'll get we keep putting money into other things that make more sense than uh, an eighty thousand dollar day or whatever you can spend on a, on a wedding that's, that's you two doing it together that's what makes it so cool 
Like that's what makes it. If it was one wanting the other and the other one, you'd have this conflict. But the fact that you're a team and you're a partnership and that's the way you want to do it, that, that's so exciting. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. So, um, I couldn't recommend it more. Uh, it makes yeah. it makes it it always makes it uh, uh, a fun, it, you know we can go out for dinner and celebrate anything. Kids doing something, the business doing something. Um, yeah, just it's which is which is awesome. And also because I, 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 I reckon it's kind of cool. You two, you're creating your own projects and you live in the middle of the CBT with two kids. There aren't many people do that. And in, in sliding doors moment, it could be the two of you doing exactly the same thing with a million dollar mortgage in Malvern and you working for an ad agency. Like it, it like it can't, it's, that, it's yeah. so it's, it's actually so close to being either. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it was, it's just, it's one risk aversive decision away from being that. Yeah. 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 Um, totally, the totally the thing I love what you said about the, about the future and, and stuff for me, I've always framed it for myself as it's still pain management where when you have a risky thing or something in that, uh, that you're worried about and for the future, for me, if I fast forward 40 years, it's painful if it fails and it's painful if I don't try, but if I don't try, that's a bigger pain. So I'd yeah. rather avoid what I think will be the more painful outcome, which is never knowing what would have happened if I tried totally. versus yeah, yeah. the pain of trying and failing. So, I love yeah. your story, Durok, of, of being an accountant and then that switch. Like, yeah, so brave just to be like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, uh, I've trained for this. I've trained to be, this is, this is meant to be until I retire and get my super at 60. You know what I mean? And then yeah, absolutely. And just to go and just that, that, that must've been just the, that little, fucking fly floating around like just flying in your brain just going uh the comedy comedy yeah yeah comedy. yeah it's a it's a pit in your stomach actually for a while it's actually it's nauseating i found um that that the this the disconnect between what you're doing and knowing that you're not meant to be there it actually used to make me feel spewish but then the other spew is like well if i leave it fuck like it's so scary and you want to yeah. vomit again like it's a constant feeling of nausea yeah. Uh, and then once you try, like once you get that first few steps in, like that just dissipates so quickly because you're more exhilarated about being on the ride than actually lying. It's like roller coasters. You know, when you're lining up, you're feeling this weird pit in your gut. But then when you're on the fucking ride, you're scared still, but you're, you're overjoyed as it's happening. That's, so, that's a really good analogy. I like that. And, and also, like, I think sometimes, like, I think people forget, like, it also helps to remember where you were at. Like, so that one thing I was like, you know, I'm very busy doing a lot of warm up and some of the shows I love and some of the shows I don't. And, and that can happen. And that's just the nature of my work. But there are some days where I literally go, gee, this is pretty hard. And then all I do is close my eyes and there I am at my desk at council. And maybe I'm there for five seconds, maybe 10 seconds. And I open up and my God. Am I enjoying it again? It's, no, it's just, it, it's just amazing. Like, it's just it like, I, it's a small little trick. My God, does it work? Cause it's just like, where's that council report? I'm like, and then I open my eyes. I'm like, I'm not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I it's sound like a broken record, but it comes back to gratitude, isn't it? Just having a moment to take stock of how good things are oh, rather oh, than yeah. focusing on what you lack right now. You know what I mean? Do it's you, just going, look how far you've come. Do you think your past lives of, of council and um, and accounting has uh, made you work harder, or or is it uh, like do you think that pe- do you think people do you think people need to almost have that before I, I they do the thing so. they want to do? 
I, uh, I, I reckon for me, yes, because I have moments where there, there was, so I started at the age of 25 when I did comedy, right? And, and, I, um, and I always regretted going, oh man, imagine if I started when I was like 18, straight out of high school or something, I'd already got the shit years out of the way. This is early on when I was an open micer, right? I'd be like, oh, I would have got the shit years out of the way if I'd started earlier. But then the truth is comedy is so thankless for so long until, you know, things start you know, paying, uh, not just financially, but even just like emotionally fulfilling, like, uh, there's a lot of slog at the start that I reckon I would have lived in, in, in kind of remorse if I saw my uni mates crushing it in the corporate world. And I'm here doing like backpacker gigs and shit. Whereas because I'd already tasted that world and knew it wasn't for me, I was just overjoyed for them. I'm like, fucking go you fucking crush it. And Mm -hmm. I was genuinely happy for them rather than resenting. So I think absolutely it helped in terms of dealing with the tough times in comedy but it also as ben said for me when i was struggling say as an open micer i'm like at least i'm not doing that thing that i found more soulless this is still more joyful to me than than doing something that i wasn't enjoying just for money you know and and it propelled me to work way harder because it's almost like i'm not just running towards comedy i'm running away from accounting at the same time Ah, that's great. Yeah. So I think the advice out there is uh, have five years in a shit job before starting any anything creative or comedy. <laughs> it does. It does. Help. And then do, and do a gig like I did. Like I had to do a gig. Well, I always thought I'd go back to town planning. And then I did a gig uh, for the Property uh, Council of uh, Australia. And uh, it was that thing where I was like, I decided to do, it was every, every boss I could ever have in town planning like, is everyone is in the room and i made sure that there was no going back <laughs> <laughs> you burnt the bridge burned all the boats burned all the bridges like just went here we go let's let's just make sure it's never happening hey we got to wrap it up we got to wrap it up um maxi thank you so much uh, for coming on uh, absolutely amazing uh, love it um any plugs i mean plug Laughscape. where can people find laughscape and what anything to keep an eye out on the telly uh, best on ground Saturday nights. Uh, you can hear hear us just off the and see Max. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and oh, the app. You know, if you if you struggle, if you it's just like some people like to fall asleep one way or the other way. And if, if you haven't found your thing, this could be your thing. I don't know. Um, I, I say like for people, especially this, this who haven't come across it, and we post on our socials. But go see; it's really great. Try a couple. Um, yeah, um, there's there some... free. There's free ones. It's amazing. Um, taste the tasty couple. See who you like, because then you can follow some community. Michelle, uh, Michelle, um, Brazier. Yeah, Brazier. Amazing. That's another she's, she's, one, one. Her voice like, is incredible. Crazy. And that voice is so soothing that you just go to sleep and giggle. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's appreciate that. That's all. Uh, just a quick plug for me. I'm going to be in Darwin next week uh, on the 10th and 11th, or sorry, 9th and uh, 10th of August. I'm going to be performing my show, Delicious, for. Mm-hmm. The last time. These will be the last two shows. Oh, wow. And uh, and so, yeah, Darwin, come down. Head, uh, I can't wait to fucking go to Hanuman's and have uh, some butter chicken. Uh, if, if our listeners don't have, uh, aren't in Darwin, but have friends in Darwin, please absolutely uh, send them my way because uh, it'd be nice to have like a big, big sort of uh, end to the tour. So I'd really appreciate that. Uh, but otherwise, Daryl J on Instagram, Ben ben Lomas, uh, Benny, ben Lomas Comic at Instagram. And uh, patreon.com slash fitbedpod for all the Patreon love. Uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much, Maxi Price. Thank you, team. This was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, thanks again. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And we'll have to get you back and do a Patreon. We'd love that. Um, okay. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Okay. Bye.